0: The future belongs to those who see the possibilities before they become obvious. Welcome to Fireside Chats Without the Fires with Neil Toff and Paul Catherell. Happy Friday, audience. Welcome to Fireside Chats Without the Fires. Everything contact center, customer care, call center, everything you want in between. This is Neil Toff, and I'm joined by my co-host and dear friend, Paul Catherell. Paul, how are you on this Friday?
1: I'm very well, my friend. Very well, indeed. How are you? So you hanging in there? You had a good week? Had a great week.
0: Hard week, to tell you the truth. Hard week. We were both talking about this. We both had some difficult stuff going on this week. Overall, grateful, blessed, happy. We'll power through all the difficult stuff, all the stuff we're learning. And since it's Friday, and we're just coming out of a couple of religious holidays, whatever your faith or belief is, I thought it would be a good idea, Paul, if we could focus on a pretty cool topic that I think people like, which is the thought of CX heroes, customer experience heroes, people we look up to, people we admire, people whose work is essential in what we do, people who guide us, and talk a little bit about that. I imagine Paul is an incredible leader and person in the thought leadership world and operations leader that you are. I got to imagine you got some CX heroes
1: out there. I've got a few, mate. Yeah, I've got a few of people that I've either followed on Twitter or I've read books about or I've read books that they've written about the whole customer experience and customer journey and, as you say, CX heroes. The one that really sticks out for me is a book called Outside In, and it focuses on taking it right back. So looking at the whole customer experience from a customer perspective and then from a business processing aspect, if you will. And the book's written by two guys called Harley Manning and Kerry Broden. I don't know if you've ever read it, mate, but I highly recommend it for those guys out there that are interested in customer experience and customer satisfaction, really. And again, the book's called Outside In. It's worth a read. It's about a 200-page book. So for me, it was a super slow read. It it took me about three or four weeks to finish. But it really spoke to me and took me through the journey of customer experience from start to finish. And it gave some real-life examples of companies out there that were struggling with customer experience. And then new leaders came in, and they started to look at it completely differently. There's a story about a CEO of a company that actually went out to the store to actually experience what the whole customer experience was like. And they saw some opportunities there. But I think that's a good starting point for me, mate. How about you? Who really sticks out in your mind? Your network is fantastic. So who sticks out for you? So I got to admit, I love to read.
0: My attention span has been pretty limited over you know the last 10 to 15 <laughs> years. So I have the ability to read shorter articles, you know, some white papers here and there, certainly stuff people post or tweet out. That's about yeah. appropriate for my attention span. But that being said, I, I kind of think about it maybe in three ways. I definitely have CX heroes, but I think they kind of fall into three buckets. Thought leaders, practitioners, and I have a third category that I call vendor managers or people that could kind of manage the relationship that our company, Callzilla, has had over the years. Yeah. They're clients, in essence, or people that I've seen that have managed business process outsourcers like us. On the first bucket, thought leadership. certainly. Brad Cleveland, the founder of ICMI, would definitely, without a doubt, be one. Brad Cleveland was one of these pioneers in contact center. Really, at the time, it was call center leadership and best practices and the topic of reporting and metrics and operations and call center management. And He's written a a slew of books and he continues to write. He just has a new book out that I purchased. Brad Cleveland, without a doubt, has to be number one on that list. And that delves in then into a bucket of people that I've met through his organization, ICMI. Justin Robbins, Jeff Toyster. Jeff Toyster's written several books and is an amazing thought leader. You got to check his stuff out. Justin Robbins has done an incredible job uh, keynote speaking, writing, consulting. Mm-hmm. He's also out of the ICMI fold. People that I've met in that whole ICMI community, I'd say this thinking out loud, and if I forget one of them. God, if you're listening, please forgive me. Sean Hawkins, Jeremy Watkin, Nate Brown. Leslie, yeah, Nate Brown. Al Hopper, Nate Brown. I mean, you look at Nate Brown. Nate, Nate Brown has just done some sensational stuff. He's created a community called CX Accelerator. And he's just really out there in terms of posting and content and thought leadership and keynoting. And I've had the privilege of presenting with him a couple of times. And what an amazing personality. So Jeremy Watkin, Patrick, who worked with Jeremy and with Justin, Erica, Maroy, Sean Hawkins, I think I said, Sarah Reed, yeah. who's now with Zendesk. That group of people, and I know I'm probably forgetting some people there. And if I am, please forgive me. That group has just been a sensational peer group. These are people that write stuff, that blog, that tweet. Yeah. Roy Atkinson, sorry, I have to add Roy Atkinson, who you've met. Remember, Roy hosted a webinar that you know I first did before yeah. we, we even did our podcast. Roy is definitely out there as a thought leader and for me as a hero. The second bucket I would go to is practitioners, people that are actually yeah. working in the contact center whether an in-house or outsourced, or better, you know, still on the front lines or managing the front lines, so to speak. Yeah. Let me think out loud here. Karen Vaughn, who's at Nike, who was a former client of mine. Love Karen Vaughn. Doug Willoughby, same thing. Doug and Karen were, were clients at the same time. Jacob Shields is a guy who I know from the ICMI community, he does some sensational work. There's certainly more. And then the third bucket, I would say, is this kind of like this vendor management group. Some people that I've worked yeah. with closely, they as my clients, me as their, vendor or partner ryan bicknell certainly is one of them and i know ryan's out there he's following this podcast ryan is a low profile guy but probably the smartest guy i've ever worked with lou blanchard who worked in the same organization as ryan those guys have been sensational
1: i've had some conversations with ryan in the past he's a great guy he really is a great guy
0: one of those guys who i said like i would work for ryan or he would work for me or we would work on the same team like this is a guy that i would definitely continue to work with and he's been a client yeah three times, three different companies that he's worked at. And that guy is sensational. By the way, I, I would add, this is kind of a subcategory. category. So, you know, in this BPO thing that we do, we have competitors, right? And people that we meet that roughly do the same thing. And one would think, well, you know, they're competitors, they're your enemies. I think the opposite. These are your <laughs> peers or colleagues and people that, because they do roughly the same thing that you do, they're, they're sources of information, sources of ideas, sources of experience and thoughts and Anytime that we can share with those guys, the opportunity is just sensational. The first guy, you, know, you have to mention him. is a guy named Sam DiLiberto. And if you're in the U.S. and you know customer care and contact center events, you got to see Sam. You run into Sam. Everybody knows Sam. <laughs> um, I learned from Sam. I've had a chance to, to collaborate with Sam and just share a lot of really quality time with him over the last year or two. And that Sam's just a sensational guy. Very well-known, smart, well-networked. And what Sam has taught me is the value of relationship. And we always talk about relationship. And everyone knows relationship is important. But that's a guy who puts that into practice, relationship. So he's checking in on people. He's calling, he's talking, he's communicating with, he's organizing his Yankee baseball game every summer that hundreds of people want to come to. Sam DeLiberto is sensational. There's probably more and more and more, but those are kind of my list and how I would divide it out. Those are my CX heroes and they yeah. have different things in the CX world. But that's without great. a doubt, there's so many people that have influenced me and that
1: I'm, I'm certainly grateful for how they've helped me in my career. If we go back to the BPO world, for me, there's two people that stand out, and only because, not don't, wrong to say only, it's because of the way they treat their staff. So I think from a customer experience, from an internal staffing standpoint, if you get my drift, rather than customers, although in my opinion, they both go hand in hand, right? If you treat your staff well, by default, they'll look after your customers. Richard Branson is a huge fan of that, you know, making sure you train your staff well enough so they can leave, but you treat them well enough so they don't want to leave. So that's kind of Richard Branson's nice. mythology, right? But the two people that really stand out for me, and you, you must be aware of these guys, are the guys that started Task Bryce Maddox and Jasper sure. Weir. They're fantastic. And I've been fortunate to see upfront and personal the stuff that they do with their frontline staff to keep them engaged and to keep them happy. And they really are leaders in terms of the whole agent experience that, therefore, by default, leads to a great customer experience, right? They're, they're really setting some standards out there. In terms of, nate brown what do you think sets him apart because i agree with you right he's very prominent he's done some great stuff out there in social media what makes him one of the heroes one of the leaders in the current climate why is there so much so good positive news about him i love
0: this so if you look at nate brown nate brown is human he's as human as it gets nate brown is authentic he puts himself and his personality out there he's unique Nate is the guy that will come to a keynote dressed in a lime green suit. Nobody wears <laughs> lime green suits. What the last time he saw someone wearing a lime green suit? He'll combine a shirt and a pant, or you know, something that is catchy. He's putting himself out there. It's different. But what's really special about you, about Nate, is that it's not flash. It's not superficial. It's not just marketing and fluff. What's behind there are some brilliant ideas, brilliant ability to communicate. It's experience. Nate's been on the front lines. He's trained people. He's led people. He's innovated. Nate is a sensational communicator. And because I've had the chance to collaborate in these sessions I've done together with him, I remember going back three or four years ago, we spoke at an ICMI event and the topic was gamification. And he and I were both doing pretty cool stuff in gamification at the time. He was doing it one way. I was doing it another way. But because the topic was gamification, he came up with the idea of Let's make this really catchy, and we'll dress up for this presentation as <laughs> Luigi and Mario and for Mario Brothers. So if you know me, like I, I don't mind putting myself out there. I don't read costumes. I don't get dressed up as Mario. Can you believe it? Nate had me dressed up as Mario in this red suit and a great oh, really? out there somewhere, and he was Luigi, or he was Luigi, and I was Mario. I don't remember really. The costumes were great, and that guy got me to put on that costume. And I tell you, we had no less than I think 250 people in the room, and Nate just crushed it. He destroyed the room. He was on his game. I was okay. Uh, I'm sure you were about it okay, mate. you dumped yourself but, down. I'm sure you were fine. You know ama- well thank you. But you know what's amazing is as a speaker, being on the stage and being able to watch the guy you're speaking with, just destroy it. You know what yeah. you can tell when people are just hanging on every word. Nate had everyone hanging on his every single word. He's walking around the room and pointing to the slides and talking and he's just talking from his experience and his knowledge. And you know I'm one of those guys I look back at the screen, I'm pointing to it. Nate just It came out. It was natural. It was authentic. I think that's one thing that makes him an incredible CX hero because those qualities resonate with people. People want to have someone that they look up to, that they trust, that they believe in, that they respect because that person knows what they're talking about. That's Nate. And by the way, I think that's all the people I've mentioned. They are really authentic, good, believable people. These people are believable. They've got stories to tell, and you listen to their stories, and they're real stories, and they, they resonate with people, I think.
1: I think you're right. I think people can tell when you're being authentic or not, or where you've actually been at the front line and lived it, right? People know. People can hear when you're talking the truth, and when you may be, should we put not in inverted commas though, mate.
0: By the way, <laughs> as we're talking here, you know, I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to out some names, and I thought, oh, Go man, I'm going to miss some people. I'm going to forget some people, because for me, Go it's on. such a long list of people I'm grateful to and have worked <laughs> so well with. Two just come to my mind, they would kill me and I would really be upset if I overlooked them. Lisa Deal, who I knew from the SOCAP world, customer care, we have presented together. She's innovative. She's a thought leader. She's a leader of people. She's been an incredible, I would say, mentor to me and colleague and someone I learned from and enjoy interacting with. She's also an amazing vendor manager, a sensational person. And then the other person I would say is Jenny Dempsey. Jenny Dempsey from San Diego is a person who is one of the most unique people I've ever seen. Innovative, creative, artistic, authentic. Jenny has created this niche about contact center wellness and what that means and how people on the front line should take care of themselves. People on the front lines are getting battered verbally every single day. And they're sitting in these uncomfortable chairs and cubes and workstations. They're physically uncomfortable. They're emotionally uncomfortable. They're mentally on the firing lines and they got to take care of themselves. And she's created this niche around. It's context wellness concept, how you physically take care of yourself, exercising and doing yoga and being healthy, but also around diet and the different exercises to keep your, your mind fresh. And by the way, she makes up songs. She writes music, writes lyrics and sings songs. And who the heck would have thought that that would be interesting really? to see a minstrel, if that word still exists today, I don't know seeing about the plight of the contact center work. And she's out there doing this <laughs> and this beautiful voice and beautiful personality. And she's done amazing work. I think those two people, and as we continue to talk, I'll probably think about more, but those people we have to certainly
1: mention. I think those are heroes to me and people that are doing some really cool stuff. That's amazing. And I think that's a topic that we should explore in future podcasts about the wellness side of things, right? So sorry to bring up Taskos again, but I know the stuff they've done to look after their frontline agents. And even one of my close friends a person I know extremely well, I'll go by the name of Claire Owens. Owen, I should say. Sorry, she started her own app. The app's called You Me App, and it's to make sure people have a better sense of themselves and that they're not going down a dark and lonely path. The only other person that I want to call out from a hero's perspective, and only because I read a couple of his books, and you're probably aware of him, a guy by the name of Jay Beer. He's wrote two books that have really stood out for me. One's called Hug Your Haters, and the other one is called Utility. You spelt, Utility is Y-O-U-Tility, and it's all about how you can benefit the customer and you know how you are part of the solution rather part of the problem. So that's the only other person that really sticks out for me, Matt. But I'm just impressed by, A, how many people you know and how many of those have really had a positive impact on you and your career, mate, in terms of their thought process and the thought leadership that they demonstrate, mate.
0: You know, look, because today's Friday and we talked about this before we hit the record button, I think it's what's called Follow Friday, maybe, and that kind of motivated me yeah. to Think about people who we follow, people we recommend, should be followed, people we're grateful to, and then ultimately the word hero, CX heroes. Exactly. People doing different things that benefit the community, benefit customers, benefit brands, benefit themselves, benefit those of us that are either on the front lines or behind the front lines or managing the front lines. But without those people, most of us wouldn't be here today. And the spirit for Friday is certainly to be grateful and express that and of this crazy COVID-19 thing. This was a sensational set of ideas, Paul. I really thank you. I appreciate it. By the way, i got to say, not just saying it to say it, but you're one of my CX heroes. You you are an incredible manager of people and ideas and concepts. And for those of us that have had the experience of working with you, for you, alongside you, or observing the stuff you do and how you do it, hats off to you. You
1: do an amazing job as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. As we come to the end of the podcast, i got a couple of shout outs, if that's all right, if you don't mind. Of course. Shout out. The first thing is, we are now over 100 downloads. Can you believe it? When I checked it yesterday, we're now at 135 downloads. And this is our fifth podcast, fourth or fifth podcast. Amazing, right? Amazing. And also consider now that we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Podcast One. I'm gobsmacked, mate. I think it's a wonderful journey that you and me are currently on, and I'm loving every minute of it sensational it's
0: amazing news and just to think we haven't actually paid anybody of those people to download this stuff they've done it out of their own exactly. free will or i don't think we've had to twist their arms or anything so really i think maybe we could say those people are our heroes maybe some of them are family members yeah. and friends but you know what? regardless <laughs> thank you we appreciate it the support is amazing we hope you like the content that we're producing here and we plan to certainly do more if you'll have us it would be a happy friday to close here this has been fireside chats without the fires neil toff paul catherall Absolutely. Please continue to download our stuff. Love having you. Thank you for allowing us into your earphones, into your speakers, into your podcast, into your cell phone, into your whatever, however you download and digest this content. Thank you. Happy Friday. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. This has been another episode of Fireside Chats Without the Fires with Neil Toff and Paul Catherell. Follow Neil and Paul on Twitter at Neil Toff and at PaulCat72. Podcast feedback and topic suggestions are always welcome. Thank you for listening.